is a Woodside Church podcast. So this is me and Esther. We've been married since 2018, and this is a picture from our wedding. On the far right there, you can see Alex, my eldest son. Next to him is Stuart. I don't know what Stuart was doing then, what face he was pulling. Then in my arms is my daughter, Laura. Over here is James, and then a very happy nine-year-old Peter in that photo. He's now a very happy 15-year-old Peter, and pretty much has that same expression all of the time. <clears throat> I grew up in Watford, and we moved to Bedford at the end of 2021. As Ensign said, we were going to the Putney site. We started going there in February 22, uh, but we've been coming to Great Denham since August last year. I actually grew up on an estate in Watford called Woodside. <laughs> My local church that I attended as a young child from starting at Boys Brigade was called Woodside Community Church. So I've been a member of Woodside Church for as long as I can remember, just not this one. So yeah, I started in the Boys Brigade. I then moved on to the youth work. I was saved as an early teen and I was baptised only in 2014 in my 30s. This preach today was inspired by a devotion found in this youth Bible, this very one that I was given as a present in 1997. It's been on my heart for about 20 odd years. So it's been brewing ever since then, but it's been helped and guided most recently to come to fruition by the elders of this church. So I'm very grateful for their input. Have you ever looked at your problems? Go to the first slide, please. Have you ever seen a mountain that's just too big to climb? Just seems impossible for you. Have you ever seemed like you're on the edge of a chasm that is so deep, so black, that it just seems without end? Have you ever wondered how God could ever overcome the problems you face, the illness you're struggling with? Have you seen yourself as too small, too insignificant to be cared for or noticed by God? Today I want to look at just how big our God actually is. And yet, how he is the master of the tiniest of details. Firstly, let's try to grasp just how big God is. See, in the midst of our problems, it's easy to forget who God is and what he has done for us. Nehemiah says this in chapter 9, verse 6. You alone are the Lord. You made the skies and the heavens and the stars. You made all the earth and the seas and everything in them. You preserve them all, and the angels of heaven worship you. You see, our God is the creator of everything. Everything that was, everything that is, everything that ever will be. It's all here by his grace, because of his love. When you go outside after leaving today, look at the trees. See God's handiwork in them. When you hear the birds sing, you're listening to God's music. Have you ever looked up at the stars in wonder, in awe, knowing that God put them in place? See, I love the stars. I love looking up on a night sky and seeing what there is. 
This, sorry, it's quite an awful picture. Um, it looks better on my laptop, obviously. It was taken by me on a family holiday in 2022. We were walking on the beach late at night, and I just had to take a photo. I was just standing there in awe and wonder at the majesty of the stars, that you could see so many more stars than you can at home. It always makes me want to sing. I'm not going to sing now. And sorry for those that I normally sit around that have to listen to me singing every Sunday. But it makes me want to sing, Oh Lord my God, when I in awesome wonder consider all the works your hand has made. I see the stars, I hear the mighty thunder, your power throughout the universe displayed. And then sings my soul, my saviour, God to thee, how great you are. This next photo should be a little bit better. It's a professional photo. It's a free stock image that you can download yourself from the Adobe website. It's of the Dolomites in Italy. You see, I believe it's all about our focus. When we're in the midst of our problems, we're like standing right face to face with those rocks. You look up, all you can see is a wall of stone in front of you. You wonder how you could ever get to the top. So you look to the side and you just see rubble. You just see more stone. Just can't ever wonder how you're ever going to get around. But if you take a step back, if you refocus on God and what he has done for you, you can suddenly see the whole galaxy of stars across the night sky. The wonder and awe and majesty of God, the blessings that he's poured out on your life. The mountains suddenly seem tiny in comparison to who God is and what he has done for us. It's all about perception. It's all about perspective. Trying to get a grasp of a bit more perspective. The distance from the sun to the earth is nearly 93 million miles. If you were traveling in a car from Earth at 60 miles an hour, it would take approximately 177 years, non-stop driving, to get there. That's an immense distance. Although if you're in the car with Esther driving, it'll probably take you about a two-day round trip. <laughs> Scary. If that distance, 93 million miles, was the thickness of a piece of paper, that's approximately 7% of a millimeter, the next star along from us would be 72 feet of a stack of paper. That's the next star closest to us. 72 feet of paper stacked. The diameter of our galaxy, the Milky Way, that would be 310 and a half miles long stack of paper, just our galaxy. That's almost the distance from here to Glasgow, in paper. That's how big God works. That's just the distance of our galaxy. And our galaxy is just an average one amongst millions of billions, or so we're told. But what does the Bible say about this? Genesis 1, verses 14 to 16. God said, Let there be lights in the vault of the sky to separate the day from the night, 
Let them serve as signs to mark the sacred times and days and years. And let them be lights in the vault of the sky to give light on the earth. And it was so. God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. Five little words. He also made the stars. There's a great quote from Bear Grylls in his devotional book called Soul Fuel. I love the book. I highly recommend it. It says this. It said that for every grain of sand, there are a million stars. I love the fact that it almost feels like a throwaway line in Genesis when the writer tells us he also made the stars. Next time you're at the beach, build a sandcastle. Imagine how many stars that God has put into place for every grain of sand in that sandcastle. He made them all, every grain, every star. Yet, as Bear Grylls says, it's almost like a throwaway line. Why? Recently, we've been looking at a series called For the Love Of. We've examined God's love for us in different ways. I believe it's a throwaway line in Genesis because God doesn't want to slap us down with his creation. He doesn't want us, or he isn't some overbearing Lord that wants to just have these people that fear him, that just honour him because of what he could do to them. Although we do need to remember that. He is all about relationship. The whole Bible is about relationship. It's about his love for us. It's expressing his deep desire to know us and for us to know him. You see, he cares for us. He loves us. Psalm 8 says this. When I consider your heavens the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set into place. What is mankind that you are mindful of them? What are human beings that you care for them? But you've crowned them with glory and honour. You made them a little lower than the angels and you crowned them with glory and honour. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet. You see, God is vast beyond our understanding, vast beyond our ability to measure. Yet he loves you. He honours us. Tiny people on a tiny planet, in an average-sized galaxy, in an immense universe that he created. You see, our problems might seem big to us, but to God they're easily changed if we just look to him first. He uses our situations to better us. This is what it means to be more than conquerors in Christ. He not only brings us through our situations, he uses them to change us, to make us better, to give us more. He he puts stars on their courses and he can easily change your situations. Next slide, please, Ron. Does anyone know what this picture represents? Atom, thank you very much. 
See, dictionary.com says the atom is the smallest component of an element. That might not seem very exciting or very relevant, but an adult human being contains seven octillion atoms. That's a seven with 27 zeros after it. For comparison, one million only has six zeros after it. That's a very large number. Atoms are tiny, and you contain around seven octillion of them. If one of those atoms was the size of an average tennis ball, which I have here, if you could see it as a tennis ball, can you guess what size this tennis ball would actually be? Anyone? Any guesses? Any? The world, the earth, bigger. You see, if an atom, one atom was the size of this tennis ball, this tennis ball would be over 130,488 miles across. That is bigger than the planet Jupiter. One atom, the size of a tennis ball. You see, atoms are small. God works on the micro scale. He made every aspect of every atom that goes into your body. Every seven octillion of them, he made. He stitched together. He put in place. And if he made them, he knows how to fix you. He knows any illness, any disease, any ache or pain, he knows the resolution. Psalm 139 says the following. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Are you worried? Are you fearful about something? Look to God. He knit you together. All of your days from start to finish, he has seen them all already. There's nothing you can do that would surprise him. He knows you. He knows when you need help far better than you. The tiniest of atoms was made by God. The same hand that placed stars into galaxies and moves them around at will. Why be afraid? He is with us. So, what does this mean for us? Are our problems too big for God? He moulds planets. He moves stars. He puts stars into galaxies and moves them at his will. Jesus said to us in Matthew 17, verse 20, he said to them, because of your little faith, for truly I can say to you, if you have faith like the grain of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing would be impossible for you. You see, Jesus tells us, we can move mountains if we just have faith. 
just put our confidence and trust in God through Jesus Christ our Lord? Do you feel too insignificant, too small for God? He creates atoms and gives them their place. Matthew 10, verse 30 says this. Even the very hairs of your head are numbered, so don't be afraid. Now, God does take a little more time for some people counting every day than for others, and he often has to count the amount that I've lost. But still. Insurmountable problems? God is bigger. The tiniest but purest faith can move mountains. In 2014, I'd been suffering with depression for a while. I went to another church and heard a pastor preach for the first time and only time. He'd been the lead pastor in healing services in India recently. They'd had and had thousands and thousands of people healed because of their faith and the ones doing the healing. Many hundreds of people were actually healed by him himself. Yet at home, his wife had been struggling with a disease for a while. They had prayed together many, many times. God spoke to him one day and reminded him that he had not only given the ability to heal, but he had gifted scientists, he had gifted doctors and nurses with the ability to do the same. His wife ended up going to an NHS hospital and having a hysterectomy. But she came through and she was okay. She got better. Myself, at that point, I had been struggling for a couple of years with severe depression. I was going through divorce. Work was awful at the time, incredibly stressful. I was so low that I had actually considered suicide. You see, I felt so inadequate. As a Christian, I felt I should be able to cope. So why couldn't I? After hearing that preach from that pastor, I decided I had to go to my GP. It was prescribed medication, and I took that medication for 18 months before I came off of it. And alongside Christian counselling, felt so much better. In October, just last year, my right knee was absolute agony. When I was walking the dog, it felt like the cartilage was being ripped out of the kneecap. We went to a healing service in the evening at the Putno site. And everybody there prayed for us. The next day, I woke up without a shred of pain and haven't had that pain in my knee ever since. You see, God can heal you in an instant. But sometimes he will also put others, including professionals, in our way so that they can be a blessing to us. Don't let your pride, your ego, get in the way of other people being a blessing. Ephesians 3, 14 to 19. So I bow in prayer before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth gets its true name. I ask the Father in his great glory to give you the power to be strong inwardly through his spirit. I pray that Christ will live in your hearts by faith, 
and that your life will be strong in love and built on love. And I pray that you and all God's holy people will have the power to understand the greatness of Christ's love. How wide, how long, how high, and how deep that love is. Christ's love is greater than anyone can ever know. But I pray that you will be able to know that love. And then you can be filled with the fullness of God. You see, our universe is huge. God's love is bigger. We are God's holy people. Everyone in this room. The universe is big beyond understanding, yet the love of God through Christ Jesus is far, far bigger. As we come to a close, I'd like you to stand for prayer if you are able. Let us pray together. Creator God, you created the universe. You move galaxies. You place stars into place and old planets to move around them. Forgive us, Lord, when we think our problems are too big to resolve. You made a million stars for each grain of sand on the beach, and yet those hands that flung stars into space to cruel nails surrendered for us. Healer God, you knit every atom of our beings. You know where everyone is supposed to be and what everyone is supposed to do. For those with seemingly insurmountable problems, Lord, help them to remember who you are and what you do. We ask that you would be in their situations. Move the mountains or crumble those same mountains into dust before your people, who will then raise their voice in praise to your glorious name. For those struggling with physical and or mental health problems, Lord, again, remind them of who you are and the gifts that you give. You endured suffering for us, yet you healed the sick with a word, with a touch, with a smile on your face. Help us to accept the help of others, including medical and other professionals, because it is you who have gifted them and put them into their positions to help your holy people. Don't let our own stubbornness or our own egos get in the way of your blessings. Now, as we come to a close, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you and shine his face upon you. May he be gracious to you and give you peace. Amen. listening to a Woodside Church podcast. For more information, visit woodsidechurch.com.